What's the deal? What's the deal, man? Politicking himself back again on another Monday, man. With is it tangent wiggy woo? Uh, tangent, tangent wiggy woo, uh, wiggy woo. Uh, I'm Tristan. You know, uh, people call me whatever. Uh, a lot of people call me, a lot of friends call me Wiggy. Uh, a lot of friends call me Wiggy. It's kind of it's, to be honest, is what people call me. But tangent is what I'd like to be called as the MC. So I'm just really done with it and throw it all together. And uh, I could go on about it, but that's about it. <laughs> so, so now nah, explain, man. Okay, what's, well, the I, I inspiration, what's the inspiration behind the name? Like, how did you come up with this? Is it something that was given to you, or is it something you thought of? Um, in both instances, I thought of. Uh, so, tangent, it was like, you know, I grew up, my favorite rapper was Corrupt from the Dogtown, you know, from Snoop Dogg at the Dogtown, mm-hmm. Corrupt, from Daz and Corrupt. And uh, I just liked how his name was a, it was a vocab word, but it was only two syllables, and it was a misspelled version of a dope word, you know? And so that was mm-hmm. my – when I wanted to start rapping when I was 12, uh, that was my, my – I thought I want to be tangent because I go off on tangents, but I'm a misspelled tangent, so T-A-N-J-I-N-T. So I gave myself that when I was, like, 12. And then Wiggy – and Wiggy Woo, that came from uh, when I was 16 – uh, doing like hallucinogens for the first time with some of the same friends that I would uh, go on to do music with, with West Coast Avengers, my crew, um, in the mountains and stuff, in the IE, uh, I found myself exclaiming Wiggy Woo. You know, I, to me, it was like a positive exclamation of life, you know, like uh, it was like uh, some feed the day kind of shit. And uh, so the Wiggy Woo was a phrase I used a lot. And then eventually people started calling me Wiggy uh, because I said Wiggy Woo a lot. Is like uh, It was like my phrase that I used a lot. And so people call me Wiggy. I call myself Tangent. I throw it all together. Uh, I have, you know, when I'm with the band, when I'm with West Coast Avengers, I'm Tangent. I'm the MC. Whereas, like, my music where I'm, like, singing and playing piano and stuff like that, I kind of think more of that as, as Wiggy. You know, if that makes sense at all. Okay, so your crew, you said West Coast Avengers. Yeah. How did you guys come up with that, man? So who does who does that consist of? And how did you join that crew? Well, West Coast Avengers at this point is... Uh, myself, Tangent Wiggy Woo, uh, my boy Sean, that's Mr. Sham, uh, the beat maker Rosh Josh, R-A-S-J-O-S-H, and our beat maker and MC multi-instrumentalist uh, Calm Fix Up, and, uh, opposite of Nervous Breakdown, Calm Fix Up, you know? and uh, that's him. And uh, the four of us came together in 2007 in Fontana because uh, we would like get together and like jam on NPCs and rap and uh, share comic books, Marvel comic books, particularly with each other. And we were like, we love Marvel comics and we love hip hop. Let's be West Coast Avengers. And we knew that there was graffiti crews and that there's other hip hop crews that have been West Coast Avengers at times. We were 20. It was 2007. We were just being, we, we weren't really thinking it through. And we've just, you know, we have a lot of other, you know, names associated with us too are not, and our different aliases and stuff. But West Coast Avengers has always been the crew for us. You know, we sometimes we say WCA 909 in our hashtags to kind of distinguish us from other West Coast Avengers. You know? I feel it. I feel it. So it was a lot of uh, attraction being gained as far as the San Bernardino circuit before all of this, you know, COVID stuff happened, man. It was a lot of noise being made, a lot of events, you know, a lot of artists showcases you know and then this covid hit so what what has the circuit been like ever since covid dude even just you saying that i'm so appreciative of hearing you saying that because i was thinking that too we were we, we were popping before covid thank you and uh but since 
honestly, I've been really impressed with people like yourself and other interview outlets that continue to do their thing, as well as the few people who are setting up shows, both uh, social distance shows and shows where there's people in person. I think I've done two shows in person with people. And uh, since the, the crisis, both of them were like the stage had distance from the audience and there was a minimum or a certain, a max, frankly, a maximum number of people allowed, you know, at each event, you know, so that it, so that, uh, situations can be met. Frankly, uh, I've still kind of avoided doing live shows in person since, not because anyone did anything wrong. I just ultimately, like the two I did was enough of that for now. Like I feel like, especially as it gets colder, I just, I, I need to try to be uh, even more cautious, but I did two, you know, small events throughout the last, you know, what is it, seven, eight months we've been dealing with all this. And uh, so I've been impressed. So that was it. One was at Celebrities with those, uh, you know, Robert Porter and, and, uh, and who else? Who threw that? Edwin Johnson from Courts. And he does after school hip hop all, all over the area. And uh, he had me come on his podcast and he, well, he had me intro the podcast with a couple songs. And um, what was it? So that was that. And then Diesel threw a show. I don't know if it was the future. So it was with the unit, the unit 909. And they had this like a warehousey kind of unit on like, I don't know, off a of third street or something in the Tippecanoe area, I think. And, uh, and we were able to do a show with like, only a maximum number of people. There was like, but there was still a little bit of weed vendors and food vendors. It was, it was really crazy. Like it was, it was, um, it wasn't a lot of people, but it was still to the point where I'm like, I'm gonna, uh, it made me think, you know, about these situations for sure. It's been crazy. Like you said, everybody's doing their best to navigate, you know, and, uh, so people have still been throwing physical things, you know, I mean, I see, I remember, um, yeah, Noah James and Brick of Faith and Lisa J have that, uh, their countdown show that they do and all the different programs that they do. Uh, I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, I'm not doing any justice right now. Uh, there's, there's a, there's frankly probably another good three to four or five uh, outlets and brands in the area that are doing regular online shows and interview shows. Uh, and then I guess uh, you know myself, I've kind of been, been doing a lot less rap shows and a lot more uh, doing interview shows like this with, with with my various friends that I've been missing and wanting to catch up with. Uh, sometimes in a public way, just like this, you know, or on Instagram Live, you know. I feel it. I feel it. So what what would you say would be like the top three outlets as far as the San Bernardino circuit? Because I Dang. know you mentioned Brick to Your Face. You know, they've been making noise for a while now. But which other ones do you say, you know, really was making noise before all this COVID stuff? hit? You know, um, when the vibe shut down, uh, you know, Phantom Threat and um, Gilead 7, Opened up Serious Cartoon uh, in San Bernardino uh, off of um, East Street off of, in, on the north side. And yeah. it, frankly, it's like I feel bad saying this because it's just such a small place compared to the vibe, you know. But it has become the refuge to me, at least from my perspective. Uh, it heavily became the refuge uh, for a lot of those of us who didn't have places to do shows after the vibe closed down. And after uh, you know, MC Life wasn't able to consistently get music venues going for Sunny Days and Vibes which is uh, shows I used to love a lot in 2015 to 2017. And um, so, yeah, Serious Cartoons, Serious Cartoons, Records and Tapes. They really, really stepped up uh, and th let people throw a lot of shows at really low cost. Uh, they heavily help, are involved in, in helping uh, the documentary that I'm working on with Untapped Hip Hop. Uh, they help us with that all the time. Uh, I, I mean, I can't, I can't even, I can't stress enough. Actually, I need to do, is, what is this, November? I got to do, I got to write a blog piece about uh, Christmas shopping at Serious Cartoons because every year I, I want to do that, highlight a few things 
cool records they have lying around to show people, hey, come shop local, come shop at the local record store and support this business that gives so much back to us. So Serious Cartoons is one. Um, they're not San Bernardino uh, strictly, but uh, Chamber of Cyphers. These young kids, dude. I mean, I think they have a couple, a diverse group of folks involved with them, but they have young kids involved with, with their stuff. And I mean, I'm so old. I mean, some of these young kids are 25. I guess that's a full grown adult. Uh, but they're young cats. And they're... Uh, and they're but they're doing really dope shows, dope music, the dope crews, uh, even their social media and their and their graphic design, like and their video work, like they're they're fantastic. And I see them in I you know as far as online, I see them in Redlands, I see them in Riverside. When I met a lot of them and saw them at Chamber of Cypress and went to a Chamber of Cypress event in February or March, it was uh, in Riverside. You know, uh, so you know they're. So Chamber of Cyphers, Serious Cartoons, and Break the Faith, I guess I would I could answer with that. That's that's cool. I'm familiar with uh serious cartoons. One of uh one of my boys artists, J.R. King Tufo, he did a, a show there at Serious Cartoons. And that was my first time there. Yeah. Uh, Future Soul also did an event there that I, I attended. So I've I've been at, to a few shows at uh serious cartoons. But I've never heard of these ciphers that you, you're mentioning. So I'm going to so, definitely go check them out, man. I, so, you know, that's why I asked. Right. Cha the Chamber of Ciphers, uh, I mean, they do, they had a real open, so how do I put this? The Chamber of Ciphers is basically, it's a party that's a show. They have out-of-state acts. They have a DJ. They have sound. Uh, they have a vegan uh, chef, uh, you know, in the back. You know, like, they have, um, like, a openers they have a real open mic where you could get on the mic and the dj will play beats and you could rap and i and i did that and got to rap and, and connect with some folks you know and uh it was it was amazing and and these again these just 25 23 year olds they had uh the person taking tickets was uh a woman who works at a, a, the ucr radio station i believe or does does some radio station stuff does does their hip-hop or jazz or something like that there and um nazi bazzy you know and so yeah, I mean they're they're incredible. So I mean, so there's not really a cipher so much. It's 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 a big it's a big show party. It's a big show party that these young adults in IE throw, and it blew me away when I went in February. And and when when yeah. they resume, I mean, so you could check their music out now because right now they're not doing shows. Uh, you could check out Regano. He's R I R I G A N O Regano, and uh, and he raps and he's dope. And then there's Shao Fist S H A O Fist. Uh, those are two, like to me, stand out. Honestly, it's not fair to to the scene of the, to their corner of the scene to say that because I haven't seen. They're all really dope. A lot of them are really dope, but just those are two favorites of mine that stand out. You know, uh, Regano and Chalkis uh, are people you could look up. Uh, they're part of Cruise uh, International Waters and Foreign Natives, um, and they're kind of spelled in funky ways and abbreviated in different ways and stuff. And uh, but Regano is spelled R I G A N O. Chalkis is F H A O Fist. You know, and uh, you can check them in their music and their music videos out, and those guys blow me away. And I hope that they're going to resume doing shows. Absolutely, I hope they, they come back to do shows uh, when it's time to do that again, uh, when we can safely do that again. And so, with all the talent that you know that we see out here, why do you feel like no one has broken out of the Inland Empire yet? Because you know, I feel like every time we're right there, like something is finna happen, then this stuff happens. You know, something happens to knock us right back off. So, wh what do you think it's going to take for artists to break out of the Inland Empire? Well, well, first, I want to say 
I, I don't know if you've seen uh, any clips of the documentary or the trailers that Untapped Hip Hop uh, released. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I interviewed them on my podcast a little over a year ago. So, yeah, I'm familiar with the whole crew. Right, right, you know, right. They're my boys. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, what we've been discovering is that a lot of people have uh, become really huge and done really huge things out of here. Uh, Lighter Shade of Brown, uh, JJ Fad, uh, Fingers, uh, Sly Boogie, Dirty Birdie, Diamonique. Um, what was it? Um, I mean, lo lots of these artists have, have done huge things, uh, have, have have achieved massive, uh, massive goals, you know, in addition to other people we see now, like Noah James, Triz. And I would even say these Chamber of Cypress kids, some of the stuff that they're doing and some of the numbers that they're already racking up and the level of quality of the, of the, of the work they're doing and the shows they're throwing is like oh, uh, uh, audio push, a hit boy. You know, it's like, like you, the more we scratch the surface and dig in the garden, the more we're finding all these. Uh, the harvest uh, has been uh, reaped by many, you know, and uh, and many folks have indeed made it. But but you're absolutely right that it's still like not on the map as much as we could be. We're still overlooked more than we more than we should be. Um, you know, there's the, and that uh, there are barriers for for artists in areas like this. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's an impoverished area. We have like the like a fifteen percent poverty rate, like one sixth. You know, and during the last recession, it was 30 percent, you know, and so it's like we just got to the point where we have a, a, a 15 percent poverty rate, you know. And so, you know, we are uh, people who just have regular kitchen table problems here in a way that they don't as much in other major metropolitan cities that uh, big hip hop and artists, artists come from and music artists come from. Uh, so it's like there's that. Um, it's also, you know, it's less because it's a more conservative part of California. It's less supported by the the local government you know like if you, you go to long beach they have long beach funk fest long beach jazz fest you know it's like the, the mayors in in big major major metropolitan centers like that you know have no really have no choice but to, to support the arts to some extent you know uh in major metropolitan centers in a way that they just aren't in city and not only that like the city's relatively broke compared to big cities like that and it's more culturally conservative um you know for a lot of reasons but uh mainly because of the old folks that run it you know and um so those are some of the, I think those are some of the barriers. Um, I, I don't be by the myths of that we hold each other back with our crab in a bucket culture fully. I think that is something that is uh, true to all, uh, all, all humans to some extent. I don't think that's especially true of the IE. You know, I, I think that we do have that, but I don't think we have that more than other places. And I think, and if you could, if you would argue that we have to, to more extent than other places, I think it's in relation to our economic issues. You know, not because there's something innately worse about people here or that's innately worse about our attitudes. You know, um, but that, that's my thought about it. I, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Like, thank you hear, you know, because I, I grew up in Pasadena, California. So I, I really like this. You know, but then I, I spent half my life in L.A. County, half my life in the Inland Empire. So a lot of the things that I grew up hearing about the Inland Empire once I lived there, you know, you found to be false, you know, or, or fabricated. So when you talk about that crab in a bucket mentality, that's what you hear from the outside looking in. But then when I've owned a business in downtown San Bernardino and I've seen these things firsthand, I've thrown these events myself firsthand. I see the camaraderie in, in the community that's behind it that, you know, I, I think that San Bernardino when all this clears, it's going is poised to make some noise. You know, <clears throat> something's gonna happen. It's bound to happen. It's too many, too many artists. It's too much going on. 
and people are all hungry. So once the world opens back up, the floodgates is going to be flowing. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. And, and um, this might be simple and unsatisfying of an answer, but I think it's just the reality is like I noticed whatever happens to Los Angeles happens to the IE 10, 15, 20 years later. And then what happens to like the more down the mountain IE happens in the high desert, you know, five, 10 years, 15 years after that. In other words, like industrialization, globalization, you know, the, the, the development, you know, of all these areas continues. And, uh, and that, that includes population growth that includes transfer of wealth and, and hopefully starting a bit and starting a business is only for the sake of, you know, people having, having resources with which to live and, you know, sustain their families. And uh, in other words, we are absolutely blowing up, you know, more, more population is here all the time. There's just more people here than there's ever been. And we're going to, they're going to continue to be. So when you have so many people here, it's just, you know, we're going to keep doing city folk thing. It's going to be, it's, it is going to po- poise to make noise. I like that. I like how you said <laughs> For sure. For sure. So w- what's next for you as an artist? I, I really appreciate you asking that. Uh, so, you know, I'm working on five or six things as usual. I think, uh, I'm, I'm one of a, a handful of people you'll find in the area that will say that what holds them back is their uh, constant dividing of themselves into so many projects. Right. So I'll, I'll run down, I guess, my top five to eight things I'm working on right now. Um, or maybe, and maybe I'll hone in on one or two. Uh, I'm working on the documentary with untapped hip hop. So you can check out untapped hip hop at on Instagram at U-N-P-A-P-P-E-D-H-I-P-H-O-P, Untapped Hip Hop. And you can see a lot of the work that we're doing. Uh, I mean, I, they do a lot of stuff without me, obviously, but I work with them on the documentary on a regular basis. Uh, we're making a documentary about Inland Empire Hip Hop. Uh, we're actually supposed to have a big meeting about it this week. I'm excited to, uh, to, to get to the next uh, stage of this project. But thus far, we've collected tons of interviews from lots of awesome artists all over the IE from folks as uh, huge as uh, Fingers and ODM from Light of Shade of Brown to folks as uh, local and around the block to you as, you know, the folks that you can catch at serious cartoons and, and the people I came up doing shows with Sunny Days and Vibes, you know, like uh, we're, we're trying to catch a lot of different corners, you know, of the community and we still have work to do. And uh, so that's a really big one that I'm, I'm proud of to be involved in and excited to, to be involved in. Um, there's, uh, I'm always blogging for Zeus Entertainment uh, at uh, theusentertainment.com. Uh, I, I write mainly about Inland Empire hip hop, but I write about a lot of other stuff too. I write about some some San Diego, some Orange County, some Los Angeles, and and even just some mainstream uh, hip hop and R and B and art and hip hop culture stuff. Uh, I write a lot of nerd blogs about like uh, hip hop. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, comic books and Marvel comics and Marvel comics and, and DC comics related uh, programming and stuff like that on various uh, places like nightswithwaifu.com for uh, Mad Studios. And I'm going to be doing more with them uh, in the coming months, too, as we get uh, their podcast studio running. Um, what was it? Uh, and then, of course, so as Tangent Wiggy of West Coast Avengers, I have my solo debut album coming. You know, my the other album I have at Tangent Wiggy is with Ross Josh from my crew. So it's like a beatmaker MC duo album, right? Uh, my new album is coming out. Basically, it's coming out. Uh, January seventh ish, you know, probably the first Friday of January on Bank on a Bandcamp Friday or something like that. In early January, in, I'm going to drop my solo debut, uh, and I have a video and a single coming with that. Uh, the two video singles I've dropped this year are from this album, so those two, uh, Quaint and May fifth, that you can catch on the West Coast Avengers YouTube page. Uh, those are from are, those are the first two video singles from this same album that I'm promoting. Um, that album is uh, called I've only said this a few places I haven't written it anywhere it's not posted anywhere but anyone 
follows me on interviews is whoever well, knows I, I tell people in person that the album's called you young for a long time it's kind of about my my transition from, from my 20s to my 30s uh and it's my my most personal project so far uh there's songs about my my partner there's songs about my brother songs about uh my my choices in my professional life there's songs about my dad who, who passed away uh there's songs uh, about the ie you know so it's like much more personal record uh to be honest it's what i felt like i wanted from my friends that were so supportive of my last projects i felt like they wanted really wanted something personal from me and uh, as someone who has the kind of like poetry education background that i do uh that was really appealing to me to do a more poetic personal kind of project and so uh, people could expect some of that. Um, only a few collabs with folks like Fat Finger, Rest in Peace, um, Notice Young, um, the homie Diesel, uh, 5K1 is helping me finalize it right now. Um, so that I'm really excited about that. It's an LP. Um, a lot to say about it, but I, I, I feel like I've said enough about it for now. Um, you can catch me and my crew at uh, westcoastavengers.com. Uh, I'm at Tangent Wiggy on most stuff. I'm at Tangent on it. Uh, like just like that tangent on Twitter and tangent wiggy on Instagram and West coast Avengers.com is where you can catch, uh, you know, uh, guardians of the IE West coast Avengers and a bunch of the links to our, our projects and our sub projects and side projects. Dang man, you, you busy, you a busy man. I don't that, know how you keep up. That was probably, I mean, there's more, but those are the things I'm actually actively working on. <laughs> so, but all the people you've you've encountered throughout this career of yours, who would you say was the best advice that you received? The best what I received? Advice. Oh, you know, uh, you know, in this community, dang, it's hard. That that's an amazing question. Um, dang, I would say, who was an OG to me in this shit? Uh, you know, it's funny, like Noah James and MC Life are almost like an angel and devil on a shoulder kind of thing, you know, like, because Noah James is that dude who, who will be like, you know, be positive and uplift and, and rep your community with honor and uplift folks. And like, I love that. I feel that. I feel like people like him, Cam Gnarly, Norik, just to name three off top. Uh, but I mean, frankly, I mean, that those are guys we talk about a lot in their music and I love that they have that message and I try to have that message too. But even folks who don't always say that shit, but do it all the time, like Phantom Threat, you know, he doesn't always say that, but he totally lives that, you know, too. So it's like, there's that, there's the angel side. So it's like Noah James's positive uplift advice is great. But on the flip side, you know, the homie MC Light, you know, he used to throw the Sunny Days and Vibes and still has Sunny, the Sunny Days and Vibes brand and does Sunny Days and Vibes events and related programming and uh, cannabis related stuff, you know, from time to time. Um, you know, he would say like, you know, don't be afraid to be selfish and, and look out for yourself too. And, and, you know, you can't give everybody everything all the time uh, because I'm definitely somebody who likes to say yes. You know, and, um, I, I like to I, I like to say yes, and I like to get engage with people and meet people and socialize. I, I like people a lot, and I like people in the IE especially. You know, and, and uh, so it's hard for me to say no. It's hard for me to budget my time, and that's why I've been working on this album for four years and this documentary for two and a half years. Maybe I I don't know. I'm getting I'm spilling my guts here, Doc. But maybe I should you know cut cut a few things out and focus on something for six months and finish something. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it'll all work out in the end, man. You got to see the end game. Yeah, you know I, I am ultimately optimistic too, and I really do feel like you know my album's about to be done in a, a week. The videos are just about done; they're filmed. You know, like I, I feel good about the album. I feel good about the meeting we're gonna have this week about the documentary and getting into our next gear, our next phase. 
Um, and ultimately, I mean, let me even say this, the community of the Inland Empire has been immensely supportive and helpful with the documentary. And uh, and part of what this uh, meeting is going to be about is how we can harness that best too. It's like people are willing to help us and ready to help us in ways that we haven't even been ready to harness. You know, and so it's like we need to figure out how, okay, look, people are eager to help us and give us footage and sit down for interviews. We only have so many month, days in a month to work on it because most of us work regular jobs too, you know, mm. out of necessity, you know. And uh, so, you know, we got to figure stuff out, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think my boy uh, M16, he was on the, he was on the documentary. He was telling me about it. That's how I, I first caught wind of it. So, you know, y'all been at it for a while now. M16, he's he's doing his shit right now, too. With his yeah. whole COD, his whole COD brand, he's been killing it with the music videos, with the promos, getting the blog features. You know, he got his whole campaign going crazy right now. So he, is, he on his shit. Is he the rare, rare fat player? The, uh, the, the little chubby ball head? No, 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 no. On 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 uh, on Twitter, is it is his at? A uh, rare fat player? Nah, it's M16 the Great. M16 the Great. Okay, okay, word, word. Yeah, uh, I, I, I met him. I, I have. I don't. Know if I've met him, but I've seen his. I've seen him. I've heard songs of his, and I saw footage of him on the documentary. I don't think I conducted his interview, but I think it was done at Serious Cartoon. And I remember uh, everybody really enjoying it, thinking his interview was particularly funny. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, crazy. So. Given that advice that you receive, an artist coming up right now in the circuit, what would you, the advice you would give to a new artist? You know, just just starting off. You know, I'll I'll, I'll give you the what I would have said like two years ago, and what I would want to say today. You know, uh, be, so what I would have said like two years ago is like reach out to everybody, engage with everybody. Uh, you know, and, and and maybe in half of this, I still mean like like hardcore, like show up to other people's events and shows and programs and show up and support. And, you know, if you can buy stuff off the vendors and brands involved, you know, and, uh, and, you know, maybe that's the real advice. That's the real advice. First, before you go around asking for stuff as an artist coming up in the community, show up to the stuff that's already there, whether it's the after school hip hop program that you could get involved in and help the kids or the latest thing that Phantom Thread or Noah James or someone else who does who's not as known yet is trying to throw, you know, and, and throw an event, you know, oh, you like like Future Soul that you mentioned or Chamber of Cyphers who are newer, you know, or, you know, Politican Broadcasting Networks. Like if, if anybody's throwing something, try to support it if you can and do that like three to ten, five to ten times before you even really want to ask for something. Right. And then I used to say. You know, and then just, you know, meet everybody, engage with everybody, connect, network, you know, get people's uh, contact info, blah, blah, blah. But now I would I would more say, like, if your point is artist output, you know, if you're not like me who's doing 10 things like hip hop, blogging, documentary, the rapping, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If, you're, if your whole thing is like I'm rapping, or I'm singing, I'm doing music, I'm making beats, like if that's your whole thing as the artist output, then you know, stack up a catalog. Stack up a catalog before you even really bother everybody either, you know, because it's like uh, sometimes when I listen to music, I want to put on your shit and then like clean the house. Right. And so I need like 45 minutes of stuff from you at least. Right. So if all you have is a six song EP, you know, like it may not be time to bug everybody yet about, hey, you're sleeping on me, you know, because it's like I, maybe I could wash the dishes through that. You know, it's like give me enough music to, to live to. 
give, give me an hour of music. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's arbitrary. Maybe, I literally just thought of that amount right now, the part of the amount. But I don't know. Maybe have an hour of music before we go bugging people uh, to listen to our music. And, um, and yes, support other people's events and have, and have a catalog before you really trip on how people are sleeping on you. You know, I don't know. I feel that, man. That's real. Because uh, I done ran into plenty of artists and they got one one song on SoundCloud talking about what they're about to do. And then you look up and three months later, whatever they were about to do didn't happen. And you're like, man, why did I even waste my time on this guy? So, you know, I, I've been there and done that. So, yes, definitely have some type of body of work before you just go out there you know, trying to jump out there full-fledged. So last last question before we get out of here. In hindsight of your whole career, in hindsight of your whole life, how would you describe yourself in one word? Writer. That yeah. came quick. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, that came quick. So what's the inspiration beyond that? I mean, the writing is behind everything I do, you know, whether it's rapping, whether it's the hip hop journalism, whether it's the, you know, my, my education in poetry, um, you, know, the, you know, the politics blogging and interviewing and union organizing I do, um, my work at, at work, you know, like, uh, you know, everything I'm doing is, is writing, you know, and, um, and, and I'm proud of it, you know, and I'm happy about it. And I, and I feel blessed, you know, and grateful uh, to have facility uh, and to have the facility with writing and to have the outlet of writing. I mean, I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. I, I'm over here starting a, a, we have a Roku channel and a Apple TV channel. We're opening up a studio in Riverside, so we, we got an internet radio station. So I'm making a, a, I'm a broadcasting company, so we have licensing to play music. So I want to create an internet radio station where where artists can actually get their music played. So. I'm in the works of building that out in the Riverside. I already got the location and everything. We're just about two, three weeks away from having that fully built. And but I'm a I'm a journalist by trade, so that's what I do. You know, before all of this, I had closed down my studio and I was going full fledged into my journalism. And then all my dates got wiped away because of COVID, man. So so now I'm back. You know, got my stuff out of storage, got a new location, Riverside Studios, and located in Riverside, California. We've been in there for about a month and a half, getting everything up and running. But, man, writing is the origin of all of this for me. You know, podcasting was something that I just did because, you know, I wrote a book that I, I wanted to, to sell. I was cold turkey on the Internet. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast to, to gain some traction before I released my debut, you know, book. So all of this kind of just came from me trying to get back out there and there was no platform. So I created my own platform. So now we got the, the Roku TV channel. So this is live on the, on the TV, on Apple TV, on Roku TV, as we speak. Um, the audio will be repurposed on politic and radio. So this will be spinning on the internet radio station tomorrow. This audio will be on all major platforms as far as podcasts tomorrow. So I'm just, uh, you know, trying to build up a venue and trying to work with as many people as I can as far as, uh, you know, getting people's stuff out there because there is no 
you know, like a main outlet where you can really reach, you know, the masses in the Inland Empire. And I think that that's the only piece of the puzzle that's missing. All the talent is here. All the, the, the companies are out here doing the work. We just need a way to get it out to the world, man. So that's what I'm here for. It's just assist and, and put my platforms forward, man. So, yeah, whenever that, that album come, man, i definitely get you up in the radio station, get you some spins, your music oh, videos. Your music videos, we got a 24-7 live stream on uh, Apple TV and Roku. So we got content streaming 24-7. So we do have like a two-hour block daily that we do music videos. So whenever you want to submit, you know, we're going to, we're finna run the whole campaign. I just been trying to uh, get everything together, man. Oh my god! You already have that daily stream going? It's already there. Go to the website, politicandbroadcastingnetworks.com. It's oh, live I, right now. You can right check out everything. The podcasts are out on all major platforms. The the YouTube is up. You can download the Roku channel if you have a Roku TV or application. Right. Enter Politicking. You can download the app. And also, we got the Apple TV. You can download the app on your phone, on your TV, on, your, on any device that supports Apple TV. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I was, sorry, at, the risk of, at the risk of stretching myself uh, even further thin, I'm like, yeah, send me any way that I could support what you're doing, because that sounds amazing. You know, if you got GoFundMe links, I'll share them, you know, like, and, and I'll go yeah. to it, you know, like, I would love to, to help out. For sure, for sure. Well, all right, man, we're going to get up out of here. I got dogs barking everywhere. Yeah. This this sucks, you know, being at home, but I'm used to it now, so I don't even flinch no more. This Dude, is it just was, life. It was great meeting you, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. For sure, for sure, bro. I'm going to tap in, man. We, we got to get you out in the studio, maybe get in studio performance and all that. I would you love know, that. Let's, let's figure something out, man. Thank all you. right, I'm man, we out of here. We right, out of here, man. Check it out. Hey, check out the blog, man. Thepoliticandforum.com. Check Ooh. out Politic and Broadcasting Networks. Um, download that Roku app. Download that Apple TV app. Politic and Radio now streaming on the website. Go check that out. And uh, hit us up on Instagram, man. We out of here. Peace.